0: What does it mean to be fruitful? What does it mean to bear fruit? What does that mean for us as a community of faith? But what does that mean for you personally? What does it mean to bear fruit? The beautiful image of God as the ultimate vine grower and Jesus the vine and us the branches and then the fruit that comes as a result of that, what we must do as Christian people to enrich and make the world better, what does that mean to be fruitful for you? For the early disciples, the initial handoff, it's a little clearer because Jesus says that involves Being my disciples, he says, and reminding them that his word is already abiding in them. And so for us now, these many, many years later, in response to the gospel, it is equally important for us to identify what it means to be fruitful. Always in that direct connection with Jesus Christ. And so in our world and in many different endeavors that we are a part of, even in the somewhat self-help or enrichment genre of resources that are out there in our world, many of which many of us have read and benefited from, there are many different ideas about this. And so one is Jim Collins in 2001 wrote a book called Good to Great. Jim Collins was a professor, a uh, graduate-level professor of business at Stanford University, and he had a passion for studying what he called enduring great organizations to find out why they are great. And Collins' idea is that there's a lot of good organizations out there, but there's not enough great ones. And so to be fruitful, Collins established a research team and focused... On organizational performance. And he cited several things that are important. Number one, you gotta be brutally honest about the facts of whatever organization that you are assessing. Where is it? Collect the facts and get a picture of where you are. Next, think who first, then what. In other words, in his language, get the right people on the bus. And then he talks about a culture of discipline. Matthew Kelly is a very popular Catholic speaker. He's from Australia. And I trust that many of you are familiar with Matthew Kelly, but he's written several books. The most recent called Rediscovering Catholicism. And it's Kelly's contention in that as we journey through life and as we are assessing and looking at our, our journey of faith, that we must ultimately become what he calls our best, the best version of ourselves. And that, remi- re, uh, that involves continual reflection and prayer. But also he uses a very simple image and technique that he shared with us as priests when he spoke to us at our convocation a couple years ago. And Kelly says, when you read a really good book, don't put it on your shelf. Give it to somebody. <laughs> a really simple example of what it might mean to be a little more fruitful. Sharing the resources that we have. Harry Kramer is a, uh, was a CEO at Baxter And he also is a a professor of business at Northwestern University. And he has written a book recently called Values to Action. And Kramer identifies four values that he says leaders of any organization should have. Number one, to be self-reflective. Number two, to have balance and perspective in your life. Number three, to have true confidence. And number four, to have genuine humility. And so in Kramer's idea, in taking this in terms of leaders of organizations, these are things that might help us to be more fruitful. But we're not all leaders of organizations or involved in a a corporate society here. Many of us, I would suppose, most of us are. So how does the charge to be more fruitful work in the different aspects of our lives? Mike Myers is a parishioner here at Holy Family, and he has led our staff through some strategic planning. Myers has helped us to look at the difference between being effective and being efficient a really good distinction. I have a a life and management coach that I've been working with, Jim Vaughn. And Jim has helped me to identify the difference between being a leader and being a manager. I find being a manager very, very difficult. I just want to be a priest. (laughs) But unfortunately, and in many regards, fortunately we have a very large staff here and that requires a certain management part of of my life and I I struggle with that. And so, in order to be as fruitful as I can as your pastor, what I'm trying to do is, is do these enrichment things for myself to help me on my own journey. Probably every walk of life, every area of industry or business or profession that we represent here, there, there are gurus and people who pass on pieces of inspiration to us. And so to be fruitful, I really believe that's the arena that we have to turn to. But as Christian people, as people of faith, our gospel challenges us today to always be rooted in the vine that is Jesus Christ. And so sometimes it's unbelievably simple reminders. In the lower level of our our academy, near the kindergarten classes, right by where the teachers have their lounge, there are a series of posters on the wall, depictions of children in various scenes, and they all start with Jesus loves me when? Jesus loves me when I'm playing. Jesus loves me when I'm sleeping. And There are two right next to each other that caught my attention as I was preparing to reflect on this gospel today. Jesus loves me when I'm wrong, and Jesus loves me when I'm working. It shows a kid doing some chores, you know, like every mom and dad's dream. (laughs) To be fruitful, for many of us, we almost gravitate towards the word productive or working. But I think it's deeper than that. It also involves a level of trust. My real good friend Jim Lynch is a banker. And Jim has endured a lot of challenges in his personal life and in his professional life. And on Jim's desk sits a placard with a saying, always follow your heart. And so in the complexity of his life, he has gone back to trusting in the goodness that God has placed into his very good heart. But sometimes, my friends, isn't that a tall order and a very difficult thing to do? But what that does is it reminds us to go back to and retrieve our connectedness with Jesus Christ. So what does it mean to be fruitful with many of these examples and many more that I and, and so many of you could share As we go back, then, to the gospel story, I have a simple suggestion. And it's this. In order to be more fruitful, I'd like to suggest that you spend some time, some good quality time, thinking about and identifying the one thing that you admire the most about Jesus Christ. What is the one attribute, the one characteristic that you admire the most about Jesus Christ? Is it his sense of justice? Is it his sense of compassion? Is it his sense of inclusivity? My favorite is the way Jesus Christ challenges us to look at the world differently by his magnificent stories. The way he stimulates our faith imagination. And sometimes turns our world upside down so that we look at it differently. What's the thing that you admire the most in Jesus Christ? And then try to do more of that in your life. The word Christian means to be like Christ, very simply. And so in the charge of the gospel story today, to be more fruitful... What is one thing? One thing that you admire in Jesus Christ. And to do that, the tool I'm suggesting is the Word. Also because it's intimately connected with today's Gospel. Jesus says, you are already fruitful because my Word abides in you. The story, the values, the Gospel. Jesus turned to the original disciples and said, be fruitful by being my disciples. And trusting that word that abides in you already. But if we pay more attention, take a little more time to be attentive to and to pray with the scriptures, that will help us to identify those things that we admire the most in Jesus Christ. And we are unbelievably blessed here at Holy Family to have a lot of resources for scripture development. You don't have to be a scripture expert We have many scripture programs and scripture groups. Please investigate them and use the resources that we have and countless other resources that are available to help you to use scripture to identify that one thing. And then, imitate it. Do more of it. If you're doing it in a good way, go to a great way. That's the challenge of the gospel story today, my friends. What does it mean for you to be fruitful? Let's use this resource of God's Word, the resources that are available to us. Let's respond to the challenge of this gospel story today. Let us trust in our connectedness with the vine that is Jesus Christ, the vine grower that is God, the goodness that comes from that, but the call and the charge for us to be as fruitful as possible. What does that mean for you? What does it mean for you? to bear fruit.